0: Welcome to Banter, episode 9 in the official reboot episode of 2020. I'm Rohan Anand. And I'm Matt Gregg. And Welcome we are, back, everyone. We are so excited to be here. Of course, it's been two long years since we last recorded our episodes because we've been displaced between two different cities. Now I live in Chicago, Matt's back in Texas, but we're all under quarantine, so what
1: better time to get Banter back up and loaded? I Matt, can't think of one.
0: Yeah, yeah. Matt, how have you been?
1: Oh my God. Since two years ago, huh? Uh, well, uh, I'm great. I'm doing good. I'm doing well. I'm doing as good as you can do right now. You know, how about yourself?
0: I'm doing okay. Um, I can't really complain. It's gray outside. It's rainy outside. Typical Chicago weather. But I'm talking with one of my besties right now and we're gonna talk about music,
1: so let's go yeah, right into it. Shucks, let's do it. Let's let's quit reminding everyone of what's going on in this world. They know they see it every day, all twenty four seven. So I don't so, need to sit here and complain about COVID nineteen to you guys. <laughs> exactly. But <laughs> speaking of but
0: speaking of COVID nineteen, actually, the point of this episode was we were gonna talk about the music we've been listening to in this whole coronavirus quarantine situation coronavirus shout out
1: cardi b is that a new single or is that just something that she put up on facebook no it was on instagram she did she was having this breakdown but uh she was it was actually in the infancy of it it's pretty uh, forward thinking of her but mm-hmm. uh you know she was telling everyone to stay inside we gotta stay safe because the coronavirus but then well, she, a an electronic artist made it a trap beat. And <laughs> a song. So you can well, look it up. She's
0: Cardi B. You know where she at, you know where she'd be. And hey, she, she's, she's very got that foresight.
1: <laughs> she's very thorough. So Cardi
0: B hasn't come out with any new songs recently. And in lieu of new music, which we used to always do in our former episodes.
1: Yeah, um, where you had to listen to me rant on for way too long. <laughs> but they hey great songs I don't they care they were they were, and you know I was actually
0: back listening to a couple of our older episodes and I've already told you this but for our listeners it's actually pretty dope to kind of think about uh the banter favorite uh, songs that we discovered pretty early on before they became big not to gloat or anything or pat ourselves on the shoulders but you know we've taken inspiration oh, if,
1: if you won't I will <laughs> <laughs> but no
0: na- names like uh you know or bands like the Bleachers. Uh, and then a couple others definitely were kind of in their early infancy years. And so when Matt uh, was able to kind of extract those for us, we were able to sort of discover some of these hidden gems that have eventually become a lot more mainstream. So yeah. thank you to Matt for being, uh, you know, having that Cardi
1: B uh, foresight to be able to dig into that stuff. Um, but for only nine ninety nine a month, I can read your fortune, too. <laughs> With 25% tell me results. That. <laughs> Not pay. 25% on? results. Tell
0: me, Matt, what has been your, I'm going to put you on the spot, what has been your coronavirus theme song, pump-up song, inspiration song, or just be sad song?
1: Uh, I'll, well, I'm always listening to sad songs because I'm a sad boy, but I I have this, you inspired me to make a, a playlist as if I were teaching a yoga class based on the sounds that you uh you kind of make it's. And it's like a great a, playlist. It's a great. What playlist genre would you consider that electronic? It's like uh, poppy, kind of smooth flowing. It's not too like. <laughs>
0: How'd you like
1: Barf. that dubstep? Did you come to that concert? Absolutely not, unless you gave me animals yeah, before. But I'll I'll try harder next time. <laughs> 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 well, anyway, I listen to a lot of that during the day when I'm working, just to just to keep myself pumped up. Um, mm-hmm. I'm working on some new music for a band I'm in, which has been very exciting. Um, shout out then, uh, called, uh, yeah. Normal, normal girl, normal guy or NG NG. We'll and shout out, Lorelei, shout, out Lorelei. Shout, shout out to Lorelai who was actually on our podcast. Shout out to She was,
0: she was on our uh, podcast. She was on one of the earlier episodes where we talked about, uh, the eighties. And so that was actually episode two or three, I believe actually three. Yeah. So go back and check it, it out three. in the archives.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and then, other than that, um, yeah, just uh, just vibing, just That's vibing in it. general. How about yourself, man? So i've been I've been trying to kind of
0: get my music libraries reorganized because over the years, similar to you, I've just kind of built playlists and I've done a lot of deep dives into various genres. And my Spotify playlist, as like rich white people as it sounds, uh, is like full now of a hundred different playlists and. You know, I try to start one with like a theme, you know, like a.k.a. Friday morning jams where it's got like Whitney Houston or it's got like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, some feel good, whatever. And, you know, Matt, I always tweet at you, you know, when I say the Friday morning is sponsored to you by Led Zeppelin. I
1: love it. I love it. I love it. I feel so in touch with you. I feel in tune with the world. We're vibing. And so very much.
0: But the problem with this is, is that I have all these playlists that just don't get completed because I'm so ADHD. I start completing more playlists on top of playlists. However, what I have been good about is my spring, summer, and uh, fall, winter playlist from, you know, each six months out of the year. Uh, And then I also have this COVID-19 liberation playlist that I've been piecing together. But I'll tell you how I find the songs that I put on them. I have resuscitated my iPod. and I say that correctly? What? iPod. What version? What version? Uh, It is an iPod mini. With the wheel? No. The click wheel was unfortunately... um, mm, that that died in 2014. It was a very sad yeah. day. But I've had Along this iPod Britney Spears mini. <laughs> music career. <laughs> yeah, they kind of decided to go together because it decided not to work, bitch. Um, and so subsequently, that um, was replaced by this iPod Mini, which I used to DJ at my sister's wedding. So this thing has been through some times. Um, and so what I do is I, I I boot it up and I just hit shuffle on my iTunes library that comprises of music from I don't know the uh, you know the beginning of the iPod so 2003 that I've been collecting uh-huh. all the way up to like 2016 when I decided to quit iTunes um but that's a separate yeah. conversation altogether and so I come back to these old songs and I'm like holy shit I really really loved that I was into this uh CD or whatever back in the day so I throw in things kind of like I don't know Kiss I've thrown on some Foo Fighters I've put on T um, swift you know, in some unknown or, you know, kind of uh, off the beaten path uh, bands that may be like, you know, of a different genre, like Latin, um, Gypsy Kings, for example, or I'll just, you know, go Fergie on it. I mean, it's it's truly something that I found to be quite fun. Um, but I will also be honest, Matt, as I was mentioning the, you know, the, the amount of music playlists that I have everywhere, whether it's been in SoundCloud or Spotify or iTunes, whatever, it can feel a little overwhelming. And sometimes I'm like, I really don't know if I'm engaged because we hear new music at bars or we hear new music, you know, when we're out with our friends or, you know, we're driving the car or we're listening to the radio or somewhere. And because we're all quarantined, like I'm not listening to the radio and I don't have cable. So I don't really hear a lot of new music all the time. And it's kind of not as fun to discover it without my friends around me. I mean, my Shazam has been like, I don't know. It's it's been more like deprived than uh, you know the bedroom of Mike Pence and his wife. I mean, like it's it's truly, <laughs> it, yeah. It's it's, it's, it's truly- we still
1: haven't lost our bullshit in two years. I'll tell you that much. Exactly.
0: That's <laughs> damn straight. Um, but we will have to sanitize our mouths after this by injecting some bleach into uh, into our cheekbones. Oh, well,
1: I'm drinking enough to do that for myself, so we're good. <laughs> um, but
0: anyway, that was a very disjointed answer. Um, I'm sorry if I, I lost you there, but, um, you know, I, I think that you and I kind of also have been exchanging little things here and there. Um, but, you know, I, I also find that some of the pop songs that you tend to send to me, like, you know lady gaga when she came out with the single of stupid love i'm like hell yeah like i'm gonna put that on here and i'm just gonna jam to it when i'm like showering Mm -hmm. or when i'm cooking or something especially if i need like a
1: little pick me up Um, i mean i think there was a study done by harvard maybe yale um, and the study said they actually did uh, a test study on um, several college juniors and um, they basically put Stupid Love on the radio, and they had these kids listen to it. And they found that the ones that didn't enjoy the song were actually serial killers. Really? No, that's a fake story. Oh, <laughs> gosh.
0: should love that song.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I was about to be like, what is our world coming to?
1: <laughs> wow. Moral yeah, of that well- story is if you don't like Stupid Love by Lady Gaga, get over it exactly come to the dark side um
0: actually let's let's uh let me throw something at you a little bit of a curveball so we're recapping a couple years worth of lost banter and one of which could have been during 2019 when there were several movies that came out about prominent artists that we've covered here in banter if you recall, mm-hmm. when we did the episode that was called Gone Too Soon, which was episode four, came out in April 2017. Shout out to Abby Goldstein, who was our friend from Detroit, or my friend yes. uh, that used to be my yoga instructor. Um, he jumped in for that episode, and we talked about uh, Freddie Mercury. We talked about David, David Bowie. We talked about Amy Winehouse and a few others. So in 2019, we saw three prominent films that came out featuring – gaga mercury and bowie the first one being um a star is born uh with bradley yeah. cooper the second one being it was um, it was okay yeah great okay. soundtrack and actually pardon uh, my french I, I meant to say elton john instead of david bowie so elton john being rocket man um that was another one that came out and then i still haven't seen that i need i haven't i haven't either and i'm I've a big elton guy Yeah, me too. And I actually haven't seen more than like the first 30 minutes of The Star is Born. So that's also on my two watch list. I I Um, think that's good enough for that one. (laughs) It was on a plane um, and it was like, you know, one of those airplane free movies. And I was like, I had nothing better to do. You're Uh, sitting
1: (laughs) next to some, some old woman, you know, knocking back some barefoot Chardonnays. We all been there. Yeah,
0: and I was like, you know, Karen or Susan, whatever her name is, you know, she can like you know, chime into this as as much as I do. I mean, hell yeah, like we got I, Bradley Cooper.
1: <laughs> well, I watched um I watched the Freddie Mercury biopic, um on a plane flight back from um oh gosh who who cares it was sometime last year but I was sandwiched in between two very large men mm. <laughs> so there's me in the middle uh, just. Enjoying Freddie Mercury. and Why don't you just keep
0: me in the middle? So It's funny you say that because yeah. I also saw so So out of those three films, I've only seen Bohemian Rhapsody. And I also saw it on a plane as well. And I remember just being so engrossed by that film. Um, notably because when I have a mustache, uh, which has become... channel channeled quite- that, Freddie. <laughs> and I was, I was Freddie for Halloween. Um, but I, I honestly, I'm going to be very candid here. Growing up, I did not give Queen the time of day, and I don't know why that is. Um, I blame it on the fact that we were spoiled for choice when we were younger. Uh, My dad had all of these amazing records featuring Whitney and Michael Jackson and Phil Collins and Peter Gabriel. The list goes on. And so being overwhelmed by the choices, along with just being, you know, an immigrant child where... I was immersed into the world in Indian music and Bollywood music, which is still very part of my heritage today, or growing up in Texas, where I actually got really into Latin music and country music. And so I guess I didn't really discover Queen in its fullest, purest form until, quite frankly, the MBA program, which is around the time we booted up this podcast. And it, co- it, it goes without saying that over the course of your life, you come to realize you know more artist songs than you may think you do. And and going into the Queen albums and and top songs, you know, we have of course the Bohemian Rhapsodies, we have the Fat Bottom Girls, but really, you know, I've I've been quite proud of uh, the fact that Bohemian Rhapsody inspired me to really love Freddie Mercury and his musical talents and his Mm -hmm. expressions so much more. Like you know, Somebody to Love, being like just an amazing song. you know that that almost feels like you're in a choir in a way um and and the movie i think despite the criticism that it received um you know i i think that it's tough to do uh you know a biopic on someone's life in two hours right and to really include the details of someone that had such a you know a flamboyant personality and was really defying a lot of odds at an early age i was watching a couple youtube videos last week and they featured his interviews in the early 80s you know in the late 70s one actually was right after the um live aid concert and the guy was very very progressive in terms of being able to speak confidently about his androgynous looks from decades before that or the ability to be who he was and express himself in a may in a way that that i think resonated with outcasts and with music junkies and 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 people that didn't really need to subscribe to any sort of hetero white anglo-saxon you name it christian um you know narrative i believe and so i, I found that to be super touching um but you tell me what was your reaction to the biopic and uh, how did it sort of influence or maybe even affect your connection with the band queen and with mercury
1: um, I had also not really listened to them outside of the, uh, you know, what's called their five big songs, um, I, and I kind of thought they were just kind of a stadium rock band, and you know, they were talented, and I knew Freddie could sing, but um, I, I just didn't know all that went into them creating those albums, and you know, his story. Um, it was it was really touching to see how, what was going on in his life affected his music. You know, there's this. Um, theory that Bohemian Rhapsody is actually a song to his mother describing how he's afraid of disappointing her and all this stuff, but he can't change the way he is. So, um, you know, I thought that was really cool. Um, My beef with it was, you know, they didn't really show him being a gay man, really. It was kind of like just implied, which Mm -hmm. was um, a little, I I don't know, that just felt a little odd. But uh, otherwise, I mean, it was good um Mm -hmm. i don't think i could sit through it again but uh i I thought it was it was really interesting it definitely made me uh research more on my own into queen
0: yeah yeah In, in the introspection i think um i think was not given really the 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 time of day um you know as someone that uh is also from his region of the world uh his family is Russian and uh, my parents are Punjabi Indian. And so, you know, my family and you know, Freddie and I, maybe the, the looks factor does come from some sort of similarities genetically. That would be really sweet, although I don't have extra incisors, so I can't sing like him. Um But no, the the, the reality of the situation was is that Queen really started to peak as a band in the seventies, right? And and so that is over forty years old. Uh and so forty years have passed. I mean, it feels like it's it's an entire generation. And unfortunately, I think that when Freddie Mercury passed in the early 90s, that was kind of at the peak of the 80s and 90s, sort of return back to very Republican, uh, you know, Reaganomics, roaring 90s kind of values. And so therefore, a lot of the sort of social acceptance of being different, being queer, being, you know, sort of ethnically ambiguous, you um, that, that a lot of that went away and a lot of that, you know just kind of went away because pop music came into the the scene. Uh, and going back to what you were saying, you know I had also written off Queen probably uh you know inadvertently for thinking they're just another rock band. and they weren't just that. they were actually kind of a pop band too. they were they were a blend they were emblematic in so many ways and and if you look at all of our straight white boy NBA you know posse, I love them so much. I mean, Those guys, those, you know, Texan boys, they could sing every lyric and every word to so many Queen songs, which makes you realize that the band really did connect and resonate with pretty much anybody. You didn't have to be a certain person. And how that went away, especially when he died in 1991, that may have also meant that his story died with him because he was only in his mid 40s. Had he lived longer, he could have been like, you know, Elton John in terms of just sort of helping himself in helping his story just be one of this is who I am. And you're right, the movie did not get that opportunity, I think, to to sort of convey that. Um and people talk about just kind of how licentious he was, you know, with his sexual adventures and how he sort of kept the bisexuality slash homosexuality thing, you know, kind of in a in a in a certain place. But you never know, right? That could also You know, bring into question whether he himself as a person was actually just very quiet or if he was just a very lonesome person who threw big parties. Um,
1: It definitely leaves a lot to interpretation. So, yeah, yeah, I'm with you Um, on that. Yeah, well, I'm ready to dive into the next big uh, musical um, biopsy out there. uh, And that movie is Trolls World Tour which I think we are watching tonight as part of our quarantine activity. You're not the
0: first person to tell me about
1: this. <laughs> yeah. there's, a lot, there's a lot of important uh, sociological uh, discussion that's going to happen during that movie. <laughs> why, are the, why are the trolls on the trees not getting along with the trolls under the ocean? And why aren't the trolls under the ocean not getting along with the electronic trolls? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Karens and the Susans of the world
1: yeah whatever we watched angry birds 2 the other day i we never even seen angry birds 1 it was hilarious this This is turning
0: into this is turning into movie tour remember our eventual sequel spin-off podcast
1: yeah we'll give this we'll give this little bit out for free uh we won't charge for it this month but you know times are tough out there times are tough so on that note let's uh let's wrap this episode up um (laughs) that's
0: enough of this episode (laughs) Matt, actually, can you do me a favor and tell us a little bit more about your single?
1: Oh yeah. Um, well, this. So we're working. Well, I just finished up our first single. Uh, not that I called it that, like the format song. Um, it's called "Stay." We actually have an acoustic version of this out on the internet. Um, if you go to ngngmusic.com, our YouTube page is ngngmusic, and our Facebook page is, you guessed it, ngngmusic. Our Instagram. <laughs> also NGNG music. You're going to remember this band, but uh, yeah, we've been, it's a song we wrote like a couple years ago and no, maybe a year and a half ago. I don't know. But uh, you know, we've kind of been digging around here and there for a place to record. And I finally have gotten the setup at home to be able to do that. Um, so it's been really exciting. Um, I got this new software called Ableton um, where I'm making beats and I'm working on our new songs. So uh, our goal is for me to have like, six or seven songs done by the end of quarantine so all we have to do is come back and record vocals and put them out there as an EP so um, that's gonna be our 2020 vision 2020 but Miss Rona may may say otherwise we'll see he
0: or they or whoever they he Rona, Aurora, can fuck off. I'm so happy that you guys are embarking on this project or have already.
1: I mean, um, quite honestly, I'm so 2008, and Corona is so 2000 and late. I don't even want to discuss it anymore.
0: Hit it, Fergie. And so I'm I'm so so uh, thrilled to hear that. So uh, yeah, just kind of yeah. to wrap up this episode, we're back. We're excited to plug into our creative yeah. modes. We're excited to see Matt start his. Next phase of the musical chapter, and shout-out to Lorelai for being part of that. Shout-out to our listeners. Shout-out to all the people that have supported this project since we launched it in 2016. Yeah. And listen to us, giving us a review. Uh, as we start to put more content out there, we haven't really decided our, our scheduled cadence, but this is our podcast, and we release it whenever we feel like it. Yeah. So please leave us a review in the future. Let us know what kind of content you want us to cover. Topic suggestions are always welcome.
1: All right, guys. Stay safe out there, please. We need our banter listeners. We need our we banter need listeners. You. We need pra- you. Practice social distancing and wash your GD hands. Hey, man, tell me about it. All right, Rohan, talk to you later. See you, Matt. And one, two, three, stop